Welcome to the Big Human Toolbox. I am Randy. And I am Todd. Today we'll be talking about strategies for big human, little human relationships. Come and join us at our dining room table as two professionals share insights, knowledge, tools, and strategies with you. Hi, welcome back. We are very excited to be able to talk with you, but before we do, we want to give a huge thanks for all the support and love that has been given to us and for all of those who are interacting on our Facebook page. So I have a couple of funnies that people have shared on our Facebook page that I want to share with you. Um, A wonderful mother of a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, put for her funny of the day, thanks to Miss Justinia, she said, I got my two-year-old a snack of dry cereal and a show to keep him occupied while I painted. When I checked on him, he told me, dump it in, mama. I figured he was telling me about how I dumped the dry cereal into his cup. Later, when I was cleaning up the kitchen, I found a pile of cereal dust on the ground and it hit me. He did dump it in. All by himself. I must have left the cereal box out and he helped himself to more more snack when he ran out. He was so proud of himself. (laughs) This just made me laugh because I can totally picture how this happens. And how it's so fun to watch him discover. But it is so not fun to have to clean up the mess of that discovery. So thank you, Justinia. Um, Another comment that went straight to our hearts um, is a man named Dion. Um, in his youth, Todd and I were able to help him a little, and he wrote this wonderful thing. He said, you guys are amazing at all you do. Oh, I just might cry. Honestly, if it was not for you two, I would not be the husband and father and man I am today. Watching this intro brought back so many memories from my time with you. You guys are going to kill it can't wait to tune in and I am not one for podcasts but I will tune into yours because I know I can still learn from you guys thank you I'm so grateful for all of those guys all of you who are supporting um, this endeavor and that's really what this is about is we are just trying to help support and show love and care for you and so if you have not joined the Facebook group Um, We encourage you to do it so that you can find connection and just enjoy some of our funny moments together. Now, we're still getting the hang of this podcast type thing, at least I am. And so I know we this will be shown um, a couple weeks from now, but I think it is very important to take a moment and celebrate our mothers as tomorrow um, will be Mother's Day. As we deal with little humans, whether they're our own or someone else's, our mothers are so important. As a dad, I see the hard work that my wife puts in every single day to dedicate to these young ones. And like little, like with Jacina, that's the hard part of being a parent, is that sometimes you are responsible to clean up messes that you didn't make and at the same time love them for their successes and the fact that they did what they, you asked them to do being a parent and being responsible is not easy it's very difficult and very hard and so 
want to just give a very special shout out to all the mothers out there that dedicate their lives to helping little humans have a chance to be big humans and to deal with big human responsibilities. And so just want to say thank you and love all those who have helped me in my life. So, and especially my sweet wife. Oh, thank you. Um, there was a wonderful talk by a wonderful lady named Sherry Dew, and she gave a talk called Are We Not All Mothers? And she talked about how she has never gotten married, but yet she is a mother because she is able to help give impact and love to those around her. And so even if you are not um, technically what they would call a mother, um, you still are because you can make an impact on little human lives no matter where you are. So again, you know, just to reiterate what Todd said, um, this will be a couple weeks later, but happy Mother's Day for all the service that mothers give. It is a lot. Um, so this week we get to talk about esteem. So we're talking about respect and self-esteem, status, recognition, strength, and freedom. So with respect, um, Confucius said, respect yourself and others will respect you. Albert Einstein said, I speak to everyone in the same way, whether he be the garbage man or the president of the university. Um, I really liked both of those. Some strategies that you can use for respect is demonstrate respectful behavior, teach polite responses, avoid overreacting, um, expect disagreements, set limits, talk it over la um, later, praise res respectful behavior, parent as a team, teach your child basic social interaction skills. This is a lot to talk about. Um, and I, and I think this is so very important, but if you think about it, if you go back to the other ones that we've talked about, right, if there's not an emotionally safe or physical environment, if there's not this sense of feeling belong and if you don't have the needs that you need how can you feel respected how can you feel a sense of respect for yourself how can you feel a, a sense of respect for someone else and so that's why you know if you as as a as a caregiver ever stop and say the little human I'm working with seems to really struggle with being to having a lot of esteem for themselves or for others. And with the kids I work with, a lot of our kids and even us as adults don't always have a lot of esteem or respect for ourselves. We tend to live in an environment where we tend to do as I say, but not do as I do. And we, and we too, as as adults have a hard time having respect for ourselves, believing in ourselves and thinking that we are good humans, not perfect humans, but good humans. And so this is one that's really important and that it's 
something that we really need to be mindful of. And if we don't see it, let's see if we can find a way to find out why we don't have this basic respect for ourselves and for those around us. And one thing we need to understand is little humans are sponges. They soak up everything and they remember everything and they will parrot it back. Um, I had an incident in my classroom where one of my students was talking very badly about a whole other country. Everybody in that country was bad. And that's because that's what they had heard from their parents. And you could hear that language coming out. And as a teacher, you know, I had to remind them that we always talk respectfully of other people and that um, we need to make sure that we know whether they really did the things that we're saying that they did. But I think that respect is definitely modeled from home. And so that's one thing that we can do. And then I really like the expect agreement agreements and it's okay to talk it over later. It's okay to be like right now our we're just so frustrated and there's so many emotions going on. We need to take a break. We will address this later when we can be respectful and when we can take that time. I think that that's really important. And, you know, one of the, I think one of the myths or the things that I think we need to, to look at is we live in this place or in this, in this culture where how many of us have said something along the lines of we are the adult you're the child and as the adult we are responsible for taking care of them we are responsible for setting boundaries etc etc but if we don't treat our kids with the same respect that we want them to treat us I remember one time, I e- either I said it or I heard it from someone else, but they're yelling to their kid, stop yelling, right? So here we are, we're yelling, and then we're asking our kids to stop yelling. Or we're asking our kids to do something um, like, hey, pick up your room, or um, make sure you do this, or make sure you do that. But then we don't do the same thing. I... I I really believe in the motto that you really have to be the example. Live the way you expect you want your kids to live. Don't do anything that you don't expect them to do. Even if you're the adult, right? And you have the ability to have more of your, you know, um, you have more can't think of the right word, but you have the ability to, to use your logical mind better, more. And so you have the ability to control yourself better. But they don't know that. And so part of respect is making sure that you are truly respecting your little human in every way that you do and not take advantage, right? Because how many times if we have a preference for something, let them have a preference for something. We should mirror exactly how we want them to treat us and and vice versa. Yeah. Um, One of my heart-filled moments today, and if you're part of the Facebook group, you've already heard it, but 
one of my students who has checked in with me every morning all year long. Um, we are now into May. So this has been literally all year. Um, I ask him every morning, so how would, how did you sleep? Did you have a good night last night? Um, did you make sure you got breakfast? You know, just kind of checking how he's doing um, for any kind of, um, we'll talk about it later, but antecedents, anything that can kind of trigger him. And the other week, he looked at me and he said, how are you? Did you eat breakfast? And that just warmed my heart right up because he knew that I was caring for him. And finally, it took all year, but he finally reciprocated that care back for me and that love back for me and that respect back for me. And that just that modeling, it may have taken a whole year, mm -hmm. but it finally hit him that he gave me the same respect that I gave him and that same care and love. Um, our next thing we're going to talk about is self-esteem. Self-esteem is made up primarily of two things, feeling lovable and feeling capable. Mm -hmm. and that's by Jack Canfield. Max Maltz said, low self-esteem is like driving through life with your handbrake on. I see this so much. Self-esteem matters in our ability to be able to feel like we can do stuff or we're capable of doing things. So some strategies to help your kids with self-esteem is help your child to learn to do things, learn to do new things. Um, and part of that is teaching. If you just say, go, go clean the kitchen floor, they're going to do an awful job unless you show them how and teach them how. When teaching kids how to do things, show and help them at first. Praise your child, but do it wisely. Don't overpraise. Um, make sure you're praising effort too. Hey, I can see you worked really hard on that. And you worked so hard. There's just this one little thing we may need to tweak, but I appreciate your effort. Um, be a good role model of self-esteem. Ban harsh criticism and focus on strengths and let kids help and give. Um, part of that esteem is just knowing that they're needed. I think the sense of respect being the sense of feeling valuable or feeling lovable is so important, right? Because if you don't feel valuable and if you don't feel a sense of trust that you can do something and then get something back in return, then it's hard to believe in yourself. And, and those go hand in hand. And a lot of what I see is that our kids are so capable, but they struggle with feeling valuable. They feel they struggle with feeling felt. And so one of the things Two of the strategies that I like to talk about is number one is when you give praise, my encouragement is to not say thank you. Thank you for helping me out, right? Because is this about them or us, right? So thank you for, for cleaning that up. Well, 
if it's about us, then they're going to do it for us. But if it's about good for you, that's good that you are able to figure this out. It's good for you that you were able to master that skill. Good for you that you were able to calm down. Because remember, we make it about us sometimes because of our own emotions. But in reality, the more it's about them, then the more confidence they have. Because one of the paradigms that are out there about parenting is to use fear. That we want to treat our kids like dogs, right? We want obedience. We want compliance. And yes, we have to have compliance and we have to have that to a degree. But at the end of the day, is it really about, do I want my kid to fear me? Do I want my kid to be afraid to, to do something I tell him because he's afraid to do it? Or do I want my kid to do it because he knows that I'm not going to ask anything of him that either I won't do myself or I'm not going to ask him to do anything that's not okay or helpful to him. And that's really where true sense of esteem comes from is when they do it, like Randy talked about, out of pure care, right? When, when their confidence and feel safety merges with their ability that's really what esteem's about. Yeah. Um, our next thing is status and recognition. Um, William James said, difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. The deepest principle in human nature is the craving to be appreciated. I think it's really nice for people to say, I noticed that. Or thank you. Or that uplift. And the more capable that somebody is, the more praise and esteem that they get. Um, those who are not as capable sometimes don't get all the, as much praise and esteem. And so I think that helping our children have that status and recognition, but when it is deserved. Because if you're giving status and recognition when it's not deserved, they, they can tell that it's not sincere. So um, talk it out, point out the greats, even professionals and skilled artists fumble sometimes. And I think that it's really important to help our little people understand that even those who are great at something have bad days. Um, build on your child's strengths. Um, praise the child's effort and practice graceful winning. Um, part of this is I can be skilled but I can also see the skills in others. And to just be grateful, encourage a heart of thankfulness and don't compare your kids. Um, don't compare Johnny's status to Susie's status. Both have statuses in different places in different times. And we need to really recognize that each of those um, little humans are amazing in their own ways and have their own deficits in their own ways. And so that's where we can focus on strength because maybe Billy has this strength that helps him succeed, but Sally will have this strength that will help her succeed. Um, I, I had a student who, was, who has a lot of 
depression and anxiety things. And I was really trying to teach this concept that you have strengths that will help you. And it was really hard for her to see those strengths. Um, but I sent her with a homework assignment to go home and ask her parents what some of her strengths were. And she came back the next day and she was so excited because they helped her see her strengths. And sometimes for that status and recognition, we just need to show our kids some of their strengths. And I think that with this, this is a very important thing. Because sometimes if our kids, especially of young ones, are just talking and just babbling and want to tell you everything. And, and sometimes it can get kind of um, annoying when our kids just keep talking and talking and talking or they keep talking about this and this and this. But you know what? They want you to listen. And it's really important. Now, you can't always listen. You can give them time frames of, hey, in five minutes I have to go do this. But it's really important that you give them the attention they need, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it doesn't, it's not understandable. They need to have that, st that status of what? You're important. What you're saying, even if it's about rainbows or puppies or Godzilla or whatever it might be, you need to take interest in them. Take interest into what they're doing. Give them that status. And here's a key. If you keep seeing your child keep saying, well, what about me? Or what do you think about this? Or why do you talk about this person versus me? Right. Then maybe they're struggling with status. Maybe they're not sure where they fit in. And sometimes we can take that for granted. Sometimes we think our kids are fine and safe and they know where they they know what world they're living in. But do they? Do our little humans really know where they fit in? Do our little humans really know that how they fit in with everyone else? As Randy said, people we compare each other. And so this is really important. You know, and, and again, as Randy said, make sure pointing it out. You really are a good dishwasher, right? You're really good at comforting me when I need comfort. Right? Let them know. Let them have that status just because we and we appreciate it, too. Um, another couple of things on esteem is strength and freedom. I think we already talked a little bit about strengths, but it's really recognizing what what they do well. You know, I have worked with kids who were really low and couldn't even talk and couldn't communicate. But at the same time, they had some specific strengths that they did that were amazing. And it was really interesting as I shared some strengths with some people, how much they grew to appreciate that person. And so part of that is just helping people understand the strengths that people have and how they can be different. 
And then with freedom, obviously you keep it within the limits that that child has. That one and a one year old little boy that is my nephew who wants to go outside and play with all of his brothers and sisters and get so mad and frustrated because he can't go outside and play all the time <laughs> really fills that limit of freedom. But he's one years old. <laughs> And, you know, that 18-year-old can go out and play and do things within certain limits. And so it's really setting those boundaries and those limits to be able to give them that freedom. And I think they have to have that freedom, right? And so whether you draft it and say, here's, here's exactly where you're at, and, and, then, when, when, and then when they have that freedom, you, you let them have it. And you have to be careful of being a helicopter parent. And I, and I definitely can be um, one of them as, as well. And, and I think the other, here's a really important concept, and you're gonna hear me talk about this. Time and evidence. Time and evidence. How you give them the amount of freedom based on the time and evidence that they've given you. Because this is where you'll want to give your kid freedom to just go out and play oh this it would feel nice or they would appreciate it but if they haven't developed and and demonstrated that sense of time and evidence that they that they can handle it because you have to be able to handle your freedom right you have to be able to handle it and you may think well they should handle it and maybe they should but if they don't handle it then it's not going to it's not going to go well, right? Something as simple as um, we would love to have our kids be able to do simple things, go in the bathroom, brush their teeth, clean everything up, be done, right? It would make our lives a whole lot easier. But you know what? If you send your kids to the bathroom and you say, I'll be back in two minutes, and they, and they just they're just not ready. They haven't built the time and evidence to do it on their own. Guess what's going to happen when you come back? It's not going to be done. And then you're going to get upset. And they're going to get upset. And so, and it goes into a big free-for-all. So really make sure that give them freedom, but make sure the freedom is, in the, is as Randy said, in that ability or that, that sense of time and evidence. Um, because if not, it, it become and then let them be, and then, because it can either be positive or negative. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys listening to us today as we were able to talk about esteem and how that fits into Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, remember, as we're talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we've already talked about the physiological needs, safety needs, love and belonging, so if you need to go back and review those episodes, definitely do so that you can be able to build that foundation to be able to help your um, students or your kids or whoever those little humans are in your lives because it really does take a village. And we know that as caregivers, whether that be a parent or a teacher or a therapist or somebody else who works with little humans, you guys are the front lines 
to helping these kids esteem and helping them know mm. that they are loved and cared about and to become successful human beings. <laughs> and we can help them to be able to see their potentials. And so we encourage you this week to really look at how you can help a little human this week. Because remember, esteem is really about one word, believing, believing in them. One of the things I say after every session or every time I drop off my son, I will always tell them three things. I will tell them that I believe in them. I tell them that I know they're doing their best because sometimes their best may not look the best, but in the moment, it's all they can do. And the other one is I let them know that they're valuable. And my hope is that as long as I can do it sincerely and genuinely, that that like a seed can be planted and they can know that someone believes in them. And if someone can believe in them, then maybe they can believe in themselves. And so please know that we are grateful for what you're doing out there to help little humans. And we want you to know that we believe in you. We know that you're doing your very best and we know how valuable you are. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to share the little bit that we know with you and encourage you to help build a community um, where we can build people up. So share with us on Facebook. We love to hear your stories. Um, if you found this valuable, please rate and review and share this podcast with a friend because we really want to build a community of people who love and care and support one another as we love, care, and support our little humans. See you next time. Take care. Thank you for taking time to build your toolbox today. If you enjoyed today, please like, subscribe, and think about leaving a rating and review. We also love comments. If you know of someone who could use the information you learned today, please share. We appreciate your time and support. Please follow us on social media. The links are found in the show notes below. Also remember to share your funnies with us. I can't wait to hear your funny stories. See, See you, you next, next time, time on, on the, the Big, Big Human, Human Toolbox. Toolbox.